0: Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Jazz and my podcast is about taking off the mask. Being your true self, no matter what anyone feels. And also being able to be real with yourself, be real with the person in the mirror so that you can get to a place of happiness. Because a lot of us like to wear masks out in public because it's it makes life easier. you don't have to address certain things, you can avoid them and keep going on like you know they don't exist, but they do, so I'm here to provide a place for you to come and feel comfortable. And hopefully my stories and my advice and my motivation helps someone out there who may not be at a point of being able to say it. Because I've been there where I listened to other people or motivational speakers in the past and I'm like, wow, they're so freaking <laughs> they're so freaking strong for coming out and just saying that. So I'm at a point in comfortability, and I want to be that person for someone else where you come and listen, and you're like, yes, I get exactly what she's saying, um, and I could totally relate. So anyway, today we have a good topic, and it's depression. So stay tuned. Get comfortable. If you're on your way to work, have an awesome day. If you're on your way somewhere and you're just commuting... (laughs) It's about to be story time up in here. So, we, you know, listen in. But thank you for joining me overall. I said I want to keep this recording as real as possible without... Going off track and staring too out the lines, to where I'm, at. I'm not providing what I need to provide. Is not giving what it needs to give. Okay, but we're gonna talk about depression. I think that I've dealt with depression up and down throughout my life. I just did not classify it as depression. Um, until I started to have sad periods without me really even noticing why. Like it made more sense if I went through death and I was grieving or if I went through a breakup or heartache, heartbreak, whatever, and I was feeling down. Or if I, um, you know, lost a job or an opportunity something that would make sense to lead to sad feelings um sometimes wouldn't even happen and I would just be sad for a period of time and it was like what is going on like my emotions are so freaking out of whack so my first go-round with noticing it is um I would say okay so this is what happened Okay, this is what happened. So I told myself in high school, like, I ain't having sex. I'm going to just wait until after I get out of high school, you know, make sure, you know, I, I'm just be good, right? So I get out of high school, decide to start having sex the summer after high school. And I'll like say three to four months in. I start feeling funny and I'm like, okay, um, what's going on? And then, so after that, I start telling my cousins and my friends one day, we all like out and about, we kicking it the whole day. And I'm like telling them like, dude, I be feeling weird, you know, a little bit weird. But then I tell him to bring me these one chips I eat. Um, called Vintners. I don't know if you guys know the hot, they hot, you know, little crunchy curls. But anyways, I would tell them to get me some of them in a, a Sprite and bring it home at the end of the night, right? And I'll be good after that. I'll eat the chips. I'll drink the soda. I'll be fine. So I never paid it any attention because He had explained to me he knew exactly what he was doing, how to handle what he was doing. And, you know, I put my trust in the fact that he knew what he was doing. Um, He was much older than me. So it was like, okay. Anyway, so I'm out with them and I'm telling them this. And they're like, girl, you crazy. Like, let's get a test right now. We didn't save a lot. Why were we going to save a lot? I don't know. We're going to save a lot. And... It was it's a discounted store if you don't have a save lot where you are. I don't know how big they are as a store as far as chains and all that, but anyway, we get the dollar test. take it to my house. I'm feeling good. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. So we get to the house. I pee in a old pill bottle. <laughs> I opened the door, come out the door, and my cousin snatched the pill bottle from my hand. This is because we got the dollar test. Like, this wouldn't have happened if I put a little bit more money in there and could pee pee on the stick and wait. I had to put it in something, take the little squirter thing that came with it. Well, she did it, and put it in the little hole, and instantly, two lines show up. I mean, it took no time at all. That was like, bam, bam, you're pregnant. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, I go through what I go through with that. Realize that I'm going to keep the child, you know, from my choices that I made. (laughs) And still go to school. That became difficult. I was very sick, very nauseous. So it was kind of like I was trying to push forward in life. I had finally got to a little comfortable place with my parents and like who I you know was growing into and I was feeling good about myself and I knew that that could only grow more once I got out on my own in college and you know with no responsibility but me but instead of me going from like being told what I can and cannot do to kind of still being in a predicament because I can and cannot do things based on if I have a babysitter or not was a lot so then Anyways, I have my baby. I'm moving forward. I started going full-time at the bank I was at, um, part-time while I was in high school. Um, and then I started to go to the local university uh, full-time and take care of my child. And I was balancing it. And, um, you know, I had help a little bit. So I was, I was, I was just in a comfortable spot and then the problems start coming when you start loving somebody and you're dealing with all of that and then you are like so in love with your child and being a mother and focusing on that and then school and then being a good employee it was becoming so stressful and overwhelming and i think that was like one of my depressive periods was like dude i am feeling fucked up because I'm so optimistic about things going well and people being good people that I think it then kind of shut me down at that period in my life. Like, dang, this is like not what I expected to come of me showing love and gratitude to people. Um, And I just thought it would come back. But anyway, that's the first time I really start feeling down in the pressures of life and adulting and just all of that. But, you know, you make your way through it. And um, then when I was making my way through it, I started to, um, I don't know. I just started to think about the future and I started making my way through it. And then, boom, I have a life-threatening situation that kind of puts my emotions in a weird spot and then boom right after that i'm preparing for graduation my bachelor's i'm happy about it i secured a job in my field like a month before so i was like super excited and i'm like okay we moving on you know what i'm saying like whatever happened happened you know it's life but then i went through the most tragic and hurtful and painful deaths that um i ever dealt with And it was my little brother. And it happened two months before my graduation. And it put fear in me that when good things are happening to me, bad things are going to happen because it had happened in different ways before. So I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, okay. I get super depressed. I still start my first job because I didn't want to lose it. So I was crying on like lunch break. 15-minute breaks. Like, I was just depressed about it. Um, start pulling myself out of that. And what do you do usually when you're depressed and you're vulnerable and you're dealing with stuff? I started planning, like, look, you know, I had been single and um, pulling myself out of the heartbreak from from um, before. That kind of had me standoffish. Like, I was turning down opportunities to be with people. Like, I was just in a very... Um, standoffish place, but I was in. Then I converted and I'm like, you know what? I really do want to be with somebody. Like, I had to tell myself the real, like, you know what? Now, I actually had a friend, I was telling her about stuff, and I'm like, you know, I'm cool. And, da, da, da. and she was like, no, she just had to, like, I just have to tell you no. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I'm cool. And she was like, no. You know, And I, I started reviewing it, like, well, what would make me un- not be cool with it, uncomfortable with it? And I started thinking, like, it, it makes sense. Like, I've gone to school, I got out, I was working in my field, I was taking care of my child. It would be nice to have somebody. So I started to be like, you have to let your guards down just a little bit in order to bring that into your life. And so that's what I decided to do, let my guard down i don't even think i let it down i think i just dropped it like you ever drop something real heavy and it just do like that's that's probably what i did i didn't let it get down i just dropped the whole guard bam uh-uh. my guard is down now <laughs> and so i started dating this guy and it went really fast and really crazy and really emotional And, um, that kind of made me feel some type of way. Cause I'm like, you know what? Listen, I didn't dealt with my share of stuff in life. Like it's time for me to see the sun and the stars and the moon and everything needs to be like coming together. That's one of the bad Capricorn traits about me. Like I want stuff to go the way that they supposed to go that I thought about in my head. (laughs) It's not how life goes, okay? Disclaimer. It's not how life goes. Anyway, so, I pulled myself out of that. I start having an amazing time of fun because I, like, literally wrote out a list of stuff that I wanted to do. Um, I identified that it was depression. I started working on myself. I sp- That was like the beginning of me really getting into my chakras and balancing and realizing that I had meditated as a child and didn't know that until now. Like I was just getting into a real zen place, working out more, taking care of myself more, um, identifying things that I didn't like about myself and started to make changes to it. Like, dude, you can change this. You can change that. Like it is nothing to it but to do it. And so I'm feeling good about life. And I think that was the transition out of the depression. Like, I, am I going to be depressed again? Definitely, I am, probably. But is this like the longest I've ever went? Yes. This is like the longest I ever went without having those sad periods where I couldn't identify why I was sad. Or I can identify it, but then I chose to take hold of it. and It's like, this is what this is. You're blessed to be here. You know, like I have those type of talks with myself now. I think once I identified the reason behind why I felt sad and I think it came with more so taking things on and vit- victim mentality versus taking things on like, listen, this happened, but this can happen. i ain't no Puta. i ain't no Puta. i'm connie i keep my to clean oh come on Connie. all right y'all i'm back um <laughs> i can never record in peace it seemed like i have to get interrupted but anyway um my voice oh my god like my voice literally literally has a mind of its own like sometimes i'm all like sultry and stuff and then sometimes i'm just like i don't know cracky like is that a thing you know cracking up it's cracking anyway let's jump back into um what i was talking about before with the depression So once I started to meditate, really get into that, it really, really helped. Like it helped tremendously. Um, I was able to like really just identify what things were making me feel upset and down and depressed and really take charge of whatever it was and get out of that victim mentality. It was like, why is everything always happening to me? That that was my favorite thing when I was depressed. Why is everything happening to me? Like why do why is things keep happening to me? Why am I having trouble with this? Why am this not working out? Why everything just not coming together? <laughs> Don't live like that. I'm telling you guys. Take charge of your emotions. And I'm not saying this to be in any way like saying anything negative about people who deal with depression because depression is real, is really real. And it's, you know, some people cannot just do simple things to manage it. They may have to get medical help. And if that is the case, then I recommend that that's what you choose to do. But I'm just trying to give a few Things that I did in order to manage it and feel like I'm really in a good place with it. So, first, I, 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 why am I struggling right now? Like, <laughs> I have one glass of pink Moscato, and now just things are acting as if I'm like tipsy or something, and I'm not. But anyway, I hope you guys like this more relaxed type of recording and not so boom, boom, boom. So that's why I added the stories and things. But um, y'all, let me know. Give me some feedback if you would like it to continue being, you know, more like story based and more natural versus you know, more structured. Anyway, so I started to deal with my emotions. And I looked myself in the mirror in all realness, like, listen. This wouldn't offend you or affect you if you did this. This wouldn't have you down if you did this. If you let go of this, like what is fueling, what's fueling feeling so on edge and so uneasy and so stressed that you become depressed, like identify. So that's what I did first. I did a lot of research on human behavior. Like I would go to the library and go straight to the psychology department and like choose books to read from there. And I would straight study human behavior in just any book that related to what I felt like I needed clarification on um, that was going on with me. I would go in there and rent it and read a lot about just how the human mind works. And I got deeper into my chakras and my studying that and really working on my solar plexus. And just really working on my emotions as a whole and one of the books that i read was called emotional freedom and it's by judith orloff md and i think i mentioned something from the book in another podcast um but i may mention it again and again because i just always reference this book and that's one bit of advice i'll give to anybody is If you have something that's very knowledgeable, like a book or a movie or a speech, anything like that, make sure you listen to it more than once, read it more than once, take it in more than once, because the next time you may get something from it that you didn't get the first time. And then the time after that, you get something else. Like I didn't catch that that time. So I always do that with certain things and especially a book like this where it's trying to tell me what I need to do to have some form of emotional freedom and what stood out to me when I was dealing with depression and, and still to this day was a part just that was about like frustration And I'm like, oh my God, I am always frustrated. Like it made me really like think into moments that I was having. But anyway, it says wallowing in frustration leads to endless dissatisfaction, placing us at odds with life. This emotion makes us tense and kills our sense of humor. It also leads to procrastination. We put things off to avoid the annoyance involved conquering frustration will revive your emotional life by making it your choice how you handle daily hassles and stresses it's a skill i'll help you learn and that stood out it was like okay first of all my sense of humor had went down like I was so defensive about everything nothing was funny I was just taking everything so personally and I'm like what's happening to me because I was the first one to be joking and laughing and things like that and I just became just so on defense so that was something that I noticed that stood out um And it says, conquering frustration will revive your emotional life by making it your choice how you handle daily hassles and stresses. Like once you conquer that frustration, you choose how to handle it. I will never forget how many times I've had like something happen to me and I'm like, look, there's no use in getting mad. What is that going to lead to? Oh, you just going to be mad about it. You can either take this in, move past it, plan how you're going to handle it, or you can sit over here and sulk and feel bad about it and not get any form of relief. So, I advise people, first of all, get out into the good natural air if you're feeling depressed make sure you have someone to talk to that is not going to tell you you're not depressed cause I've been there oh you're not depressed you're this and that you need someone to just listen and provide good positive support get moving if you just like work out in the morning when you wake up I know it's hard to get out the bed initially because it was so hard for me but it lets out some endorphins and some good energy and I'm telling you you feel a total difference and you feel good about yourself like I didn't went to the gym that means you know, I'm on it trying to make sure everything le- looks tight and right, stays tight and right you know, like you feel good about yourself once you leave that gym in the morning. You hop in the shower. You be like, yeah, I did something. <laughs> I did something about my health today. But no, it really releases these good feelings. And so I would suggest it right in the morning before all the stresses of life may hit you and you feel like, I'm not going to the gym. Look, you didn't work. They didn't piss you off at work. You didn't have somebody call you on your break, tell you something you didn't want to know. And then you think you about to go in the gym and just get it in. And I, I, listen, I wish I was the person that can just go all full force in the gym when I'm mad. Like that's the first thing I do is work out when I'm mad. But I've tried it and I can't. (laughs) I'll pray that one day I get there. But anyway, so do it in the morning before the world hits you. You've got to sleep off all the stresses. You know, nothing can throw you off. Um, So get that movement and make sure you do that. And just stay aware of your emotions and how certain things make you feel. I am an empath, so I feel what other people feel and I had to be really aware about who I kept around me and who was in my environment. I don't know what's wrong with my voice y'all. Don't judge me on here. I sound like I'm going through puberty or something. Maybe I'm um getting a little sore throat or something. But that is my first part of the depression. Series Because I'm sure I will discuss it again I'm not really for sure if I'll make it a series But I will be discussing it in, in podcasts to come So thanks for joining me Please like, subscribe, share And I'll see you guys next time Remember to be beautiful, be strong Stay wonderful No, I'm just kidding. Peace.